And that was Wild Cherry with What the Funk Do You Think? So uh, I've got NBA Oracle and Sneaky Pete from the Dark Web. Uh, Sneaky Pete, I think you're there. Are you there, mate? Present. And NBA Oracle, are you there, mate? What is going on? <laughs> oh, mate, it's all happening. I'm just mucking around with a few different ideas here with how I am uh, Can I ask a question? Yeah. Given uh, the Oracle's orgasmic-like response to the Russell Westbrook trade, mm. I'm mm. wondering if um, you spent a bit more time in the shower when you heard uh, Josh Richardson was coming to the Celtics' <laughs> way. You know what? When I saw that the Celtics' two main acquisitions, are one Josh Richardson and an Al Horford, the, the combination that sort of lampooned uh, the Sixers a year ago, I wasn't. I wasn't too excited, Pete. I'll say that. Uh, yeah, and especially when um, Evan Fournier is gone too. It's not like uh, Josh Richardson hasn't been surrounded by decent players everywhere he's he's gone. Like he had him Bede, Simmons, Harris at the Sixers. He had Porzingis yes. and Doncic at the Mavs. Mm. You think his, anything's going to be better with Tatum and uh, Brown? Well, look. <laughs> I'll put it this way, Pete. I'm, I'm not expecting big things next year. <laughs> I, no, I, I know that the Celtics are playing the long game. They're, got a, they're going to have now a max cap space at the uh, end of the year. So, you know, if Bradley Beal wants to jump ship, will be the team that he'll go to. But it's not looking good for next year. Next year is a little bit of, uh, you know, let's maybe get to the playoffs, and that's about it. It'll be interesting to see who comes out on top uh, out of, you know, the reformed 76ers, however they end up, and the Celtics Mm. next season. It's a total bore today for a 76ers fan. It was uh, uh, Corkmars re-signed three years for 15. That's a, that's all. Mm. That's all I got to report. I actually thought that was bit... a pretty good deal, Sneak. Um, yeah, five, I like him. Five million like a Corkmars. year. I thought that was pretty good value. He's a great squad player. Um, same. He's on the, to the same value as uh, what Tory Craig got uh, to go to Indiana. And I'm thinking, mm, you know, both players have their own role, and you know, Jeff Green was on the same money. Corey Joseph, mm. Javal McGee. So, you know, they're on five million. Bobby Portis. Resigned for four and a half mil. Yeah, so that's a big discount, wasn't it? That was a you know, let's get back and win a championship discount. He could have got a lot more if he wanted. I think he's it. still high on emotion. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's still rampaging through the streets of that's Milwaukee. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Pete. Yeah, Pete. Someone shoved, someone shoved a piece of paper in front of his face and said, "Sign this, Bobby." He goes, "Yeah, okay, no problem." Yeah, yeah. But is, was it just me, or was today a bit underwhelming? Oh, look. There was, a, there was a lot of moves that I was expecting or, or you know, anticipating. I, I wanted to see what happened with Lowry and with Lonzo. And, all, and that happened almost straight away, you know, so that was good. And the only thing, like, I, I had a check of the Celtics one, you know, be, just as I got up and thought, okay, nothing yet. But we are maybe interested in Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> and then I go to work and everything. I check afterwards. And the Isaiah Thomas one is still the last one that uh, was the one of note for the Celtics. So pretty he slow off that day Moses for us. Brown too. So I thought he, I thought he looks all right, but he's gone. Yes, 
Yeah, so I think I think it's all come down to two things for the self. Want to bring veterans, like some guys that have been around a while, because we've been playing with a lot of rookies and one-year guys and everything. So I think that's one. I think the other one is they don't want anything longer than one year. So, um, you know, all these other guys, like I think they wanted Jeff uh, Green as well. They wanted him, but Jeff Green signed for two years. And uh, that was too pricey for the Celtics. So it's um, it's all about Bradley Beal, it looks like. And I don't know, like, how many times have you seen, like, the Knicks and all these other teams, you know, set aside all this cap space and then end up with nobody? That could happen. But anyway, that's a plan. Sneak, uh, okay, you're not that inspired. I might just rattle off a few. Oh, I think the biggest deals were the rookie upgrades. Oh. today. I, I thought you were going to say I thought the biggest deal was Will Barton re-signing with the Nuggets. <laughs> Two years. You, you were a bit sceptical last week, mate. And I said they I'm want to extend him out. I know oh, you're not, I'm but not a $16 million a year for two years? I thought that Held was Held out for that one more million, did he? Well, it's the two years, I think. And the Nuggets wanted to tie him up for two years, too. I, I'm happy with that. Uh, you happy with Jeff Green? In, in what regard? Didn't he go to the Nuggets today? Uh, Jeff Green He's pushing, yeah, pushing he out Millsap. Yeah, he Je- did. Jeff Green went there for five million a year. Yes. Yeah. Two years. No more Millsap. It's going to be a bad day for this podcast, isn't it? I know. Are you going to still is have Millsap a... going to get a contract? Oh God, I hope he comes to the 76ers. I'm. Yeah. I'm actually just wondering. Stare at he he might bench. come to the Australian 76 or the 36ers. He might come out here. <laughs> they put bums on seats. Yeah. I be like I, be like the new, the new Bruce Bolden. Okay, <laughs> like he's got kids in school and stuff in Denver and whatnot. And they apparently he wanted to stay, but what's the chance of him signing some sort of minimum deal with the Lakers? Yeah, well, a lot of them are doing it now, aren't they? It's a pretty popular move. Well, do, do you like do, do you like do you like the guys that they've brought in? So I'll go through it: Dwight Howard, yeah. Trevor Ariza, Wayne Ellington, and Kent Blazemore. Baysmore. Yeah. Well, I That's think... That's pretty good. Like, yeah, I think Dwight Howell will give him something. But I, I wonder, like, if he's on the court with, you know, Westbrook and LeBron and um, AD, geez, you don't have a lot of outside shooting, do you? Howard, you know? Howard's there to bang with guys like Jokic. I know. Uh, and, like, and Embiid and those types of guys. Straight up. effective season. Like if yeah. you look back at the 76ers season, Dwight Howard played some some important minutes and mm. he got he was statting quite well. Pete, yeah, he, was, he, was, he was good for eight points, eight boards. Yeah, but he'd have a different role there. You'd imagine he'd be starting, you know, and and you'd hope that he's not paying, you know, playing, you know, 25 minutes or so. You hope they keep it down to about, you know, 10 or something. Um but as they're bringing in these guys, I, I don't know how much you're going to get out of um, some of the other guys, like Baysmore and what was the other wing Ellington. that they brought in, Matt? Yeah, Ellington will give him some outside shots. But what was Ariza the other guy? Yeah, well, Ariza, like, you know, he's pretty hit and miss these days, isn't he? He hasn't yeah. played well for a while. So that's the thing about the Lakers, though. They can always find some guys willing to, you know, take a pay cut to, to play with them. I wonder whether... Carmelo will end up there as well. Well, that's the talk. I wouldn't mm. be surprised. It's like the Brooklyn of the of the West. It's just collecting yeah. 
collecting veterans, uh, former all stars that mm. yeah try and get a, try and get everyone a ring. I haven't been veterans that, that may not fit together great, so they're going to be a great watch for me. But yeah, I, I wonder how it's all going to work out in the end. I, I I can't wait to watch them though. I haven't been that great a fan of Ariza of late. Um, no. Looking at the stats with Ellington and Baysmore, they shot reasonably well from three, so I'm guessing that's what they're looking for. And I like Howard there. I think um, Ariza's just a veteran body that they can throw out there, play minim- yeah. minim- minimal minutes, but you know maybe effective ones. Who knows? Uh, I'm thinking not a bad place to start might be... I've ranked um, a lot of the signings in order of salary, which gives me the a rough idea of importance, I guess you might say. Yeah. Um, Chris Paul signed a... Hang four- on, hang on, hang on. Future Hall of Famer, Chris Paul. Sorry, mate. Um, <laughs> I think I'm contract- contractually obliged to say that. Um, anyone with an NBA show uh, needs to uh, use that term when referring He's to He's trademarked him. it. <laughs> trademarked it. Um, <laughs> Future Hall of Famer. Uh, I, I, the other one is, I think they said, um, first was it first round um, future Hall of Famer? No. First ballot. First ballot, yeah. yeah. First ballot, future Hall of Famer. Chris Paul mm. signed a four-year deal, $30 million a year, 120 mil all Jeez. up. For the How old is he going to be, Matt, 40. when, he's, when he's, that contract's finished? 40. Jeez. Oh, uh, and, and it just made me think. So I could, I'm sort of looking at that with Phoenix and and uh, Kyle Lowry, uh, you know, $30 million a year for three years. He's a year younger and signed a three-year $30 million deal with Miami. And it makes me think that uh, Chris Paul definitely got the better of that. Never won uh, a championship. Lowry has. Uh, yeah, Phoenix, I guess he had him... He must have had them in some sort of bind, but I don't know how he's going to hold together another four years. He seems to be injured a lot. Uh, I know his game isn't hugely built on you know speed, agility. Um, he's savvy. Uh, he, you know, I, I still think at, at forty he will be able to pull fouls off people and and run off a pick and roll and and hit that fadeaway. You know in that two-point zone where his sweet spot is. So uh, I think defensively, though, and fitness-wise, like you could see at the end of the playoffs there, he was buggered. Mm. I don't know how he's going to hold up. And and if you look at the Suns with that young team, they're committing the $30 million a year off that salary cap for the next four years. Doesn't give them a lot of room to move. What do you reckon, Oracle? Well, Robert Sarver's known for being a tight ass when it comes to you know going over the cap and everything. And if he's paying thirty million to him, well, when uh, Aiton gets his money, when Booker's you know paying his money, and then I don't know, is Bridges going to get money? Is you know any of the other guys? You know, someone's going to have to go, so he's not going to pay over the tax. Um, yeah, so I, I agree with you, Matty. I don't know how it's going to end up. He breaks down at the end of every year already. Um, but, you know, I think it would have been a bad look to let him go, like to the Knicks or something like that, you know. So I think they had to bring him back. And um, it's interesting that they brought everyone back. Um, 
Payne and everything, and also brought in Javal uh, McGee uh, as uh, well. Uh, 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 Corey, uh, sorry, Tory Craig is gone. They oh, haven't brought, oh, haven't brought everybody back, mate. <laughs> that's right. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm glad that the Suns did it, um, and uh, good luck to him. But I don't think it's going to end well. Sneak, I'm going to go on record here and say that Phoenix won't make the Western Conference Finals while ever Paul, uh, Chris Paul is in that team. And if it's for the next four years, I don't think it's going to happen. I'd love to go you a pork knuckle on that, but I'd have to agree with you. Really? On that. Oh, well, the West, is, the West is traditionally hard. And if you look that's at... That's a pretty, yeah. That's a pretty easy bet there. Yeah. I, I'd be going like, won't get out of the second round or the first round yeah. or something like oh, that. Oh, really? So, so well, basically, yeah. so basically they've got these the young... The the Warriors with Clay coming back. Okay, like, okay. On. So what we're saying is they signed up a 36-year-old to a, a four-year deal at $30 million. Uh, They made the Western Conference... So they made the, the NBA playoffs this year, won the Western Conference Finals... And they've consolidated by, you know, extending guys and whatnot with us saying that we don't think they're going to improve on that. If anything, they're going to go backwards a reasonable way. What sort of business is that for Phoenix? I think it was just like a... This is the first time we've been in the playoffs for 10 years. You're a legend, Chris Paul. You're, you're your future first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be rude not get to get some good publicity. It'd be yeah. rude. Yeah. There you go. Here's yeah. 120 million. I, Thanks for coming. Thank I, you very much. I would have offered well, Michael him Conley three. was available. Mike Conley was available on free agency. So another so guy. So Conley had another got, veteran that could have had a dig at. Well, Conley's 33 and got given a three-year deal at 24 million a year. So. He got a less of a deal than Chris Paul, and he's younger. Obviously, he's got injury concerns too. That just makes me wonder, like, oh, gee, you've got this young core. Uh, I can't see this being working out well for the Suns, but happy to be proven wrong. Um, you know, when you've got a future Hall of Famer on your team, it, it does go a long way to, you know, getting you go further in the playoffs, I guess. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I wonder if they thought about Lonzo. Hey, I would have if I was Phoenix. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, Lonzo's had a pretty good, you know, season. You know, he's shot the ball pretty well. But, I mean, geez, if someone had told me a year ago, Lonzo, you know, 20 million a year for, what, three or four years. Four I years. thought they were crazy, you know. Yeah, 21 million yeah. For four, uh, a year for four years, $85, year con- $85 million contract at Chicago. Um, when he's talking about point guards, you know, there's four of them at the top of that list. Mike Conley, uh, Kyle Lowry, Chris Paul, and Lonzo Ball, all um, the top earners. You know, you've got three, you've got a 33-year-old, a 35-year-old, and a 36-year-old, and Alonzo coming in at 23. Yeah. So, uh, you know, his three-pointing uh, point shooting's improved. Uh, oh, it's the most improved, like, looking shot in the league, Lonzo's. And Over the last two years, he's improved, like, just the, just the aesthetics of, of what it looks like. And, and Pete, you could say that as a... 
uh, a player that's known for his um, game smarts and 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 you know making a team better and and making the right play, although he has been a little bit shot shy in the past. At, at twenty three, uh, twenty three, and having sorted out that shot, I agree with you. I actually think that um, those uh, three point guards ahead of him, I would have been chasing Lonzo at you know in that scenario as well. But I guess he at twenty three is not getting those superstar calls um, that Lowry and Paul would be getting, and Conley to a lesser degree. Uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, but could they have got him? <laughs> The Bulls are like going to the going to the Bulls is pretty glamorous, even though they haven't done much Hang in on. a while. The murder capital of of the United States haven't done anything in the NBA for what we're talking decades. Uh, I wouldn't really consider the Bulls a glamour club. Well, they're a big market, aren't they? Was it the third or fourth biggest yeah. city in America? Yeah. So, I mean, if you make it big there, um, you're doing pretty well. Like, but the thing about his game is he, he sort of reminds me a little bit of Simmons in a way where he doesn't set up a lot of plays. It's more like he might find a pass that you, you might not expect, like a, a pass in transition or, or something else. But he's not a guy that sort of sets up plays. He doesn't have the ball handling. He doesn't drive it. He's just a, a guy that you know quickly gets the ball and distributes it. He defends well, and he shot better last year. I think it's a bit of a gamble to give him that kind of money when he's had one decent shooting year in his whole career. Um, and I think I'd still rather have Lowry with his championship experience and things if I was Miami for sure. So, okay, good move by Miami. Uh, they're shaping up. So they re-signed Dragic as well. Um, yeah, but he'll go. He'll Just go. to trade him. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. So, so that's how they were able to get um, uh, what's his name, Lowry. No. So they did a sign and trade with Dragic in the in the deal. Ah, okay. Yeah. But so, they did pick up PJ Tucker as well. They signed um, Duncan Robinson, re-signed. Yeah. Him. And um, Andre's Lamani. gone. Iguodala's gone. They waived. They declined the option. So yeah, well, they brought in PJ Tucker to replace yeah. him. So two years at seven and a half million a year for PJ Tucker. He's won his championship at Milwaukee. What they wouldn't be able to fit him in under the cap, Oracle? What, what was he? Well, moved so on? that's the thing. That's the thing, right? Because um, uh, Holiday won the championship, he got a little bit of a boost in his salary. It was like a um, a bonus, right? And then that put. Tucker over the cap, but they could have just fit him in there because they had bird rights on him. They just would have had to pay like a little bit extra, like another million or so, not much, but they decided to save the money and to um, get rid of him. So Tucker was dirty on it. Was he? He he was not happy at all. Yeah, because he wanted just a reasonable, and he signed for seven and a half million. So they didn't even give him that, you know. At 36-year so deal, I feel as if he can go around another couple of years the way he plays. That's right. Like, I mean, like, if, if your team won the championship and if it's going to cost you an extra million or two, surely you keep those guys together as part of the camaraderie and everything like that. But 
These Milwaukee owners, I told you about them before, they're, they're ruthless. What are they, just tight assholes? They are. Remember, that they made the city buy the um, stadium for them. Mm. You know? So, yeah, I didn't like that move at all. They should have kept him. So working our way down the list, Mike Conley, uh, Utah stretched him out for, for three years. See I what think, I mean? I think Boring. they needed to do that. Oracle? Well, I mean, they sort of had to do it, didn't they? You know, and like, he's a guy that's always injured and uh, they could have really used him this year. And I think they actually got rid of... Who was the guy that got rid of um, Favors. last week? To, Favors. That's right. So they got rid of Favors just so they had more money to sign him up, you know, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's... I think they sort of had to do it, but it's not a great deal for them. Mr. Small Batch last week said that um, the, the Utah, Utah Jazz Tragic said that uh, mm. it had to be done. It was the yeah. biggest thing that needed to be done this year by the Jazz. So he was I mean, quite it's a lot of money. adamant about it's that. It's a lot of money for a guy that pay, plays like a quarter of the games, you know? Yeah, so, well, if anyone knows high finance, it's the the jazz tragic. <laughs> like he's he's used to being in the boardroom and yeah, these deals that he's doing over there. I, I'm so feeling. I take a, his word for it. As a tech entrepreneur himself, he sort sort of moves in the same circles as the uh, jazz ownership team. So he might even have some inside goss on that. Who knows? He might uh, even own a team one day. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, an Australian G-League. team. How good would that be? Hey, um, Oracle, how do you think Ball is going to go at uh, Chicago, you know, with that current squad they've got? I think it's a good fit because they needed defense on the perimeter and he brings that. And Levine likes to play with the ball, so Lonzo doesn't need it. So I think they really think he's the perfect um, complement to Levine. Yeah. And having a, just another passer there for Vooch, I think, is ideal as well. So... I don't think the Bulls could have done better than getting Lonzo. I agree. I'm putting it down now. Like, the Bulls will be the big improvers. Okay. They got Alex Caruso as well, remember? Yeah, they did too. They're um, they're looking all right. Where's his, uh, you know, loyalty to LeBron after all LeBron's done for him? Why wouldn't he have signed (laughs) a minimum deal and stayed with the Lakers to go? I got some inside knowledge on that. He got sick of the ball jokes. Really? Yeah. Well, you yeah, do have that Italian place. connection, having lived there and married well, to an Italian. Chicago pizza is famous. It's a deep dish pizza. And, um, yeah, it's like coming home. Mm, okay. <laughs> and and uh, I'm just looking for his contract. It wasn't huge, but it wasn't bad either. Um, here he is at $9 million, four years, uh, 37 mil total. Not a bad payday for the bloke. He's handy. Yeah. Yeah, he's all right. I mean, like, he, he defends pretty well, but he doesn't do a whole lot else, you know? Like, he, he he's not a go-to scorer. He's not a outside shooter. And when you're not an outside shooter and you're a guard, you know, you've got to be very, very good defensively. And he's okay. So, but Snake, I don't think I don't think he's worth that money. So, Sneak, uh, if you're thinking they're the big movers... Uh, are they going to be knocking on the door of the top four in the East, or how big a mover are they going to no, be? No, I think they'll be comfortably in the eight. Comfortably in the, in the playoffs. Okay. In, in the playoffs. 
I'll tell you who I was. I had my eye on today with fantasies of him coming to the 76ers in a trade that I think is really good. Can I guess? Devontae, Devontae Graham. Oh, I was going to say that. Well, you know I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah. He went to the Pels. $11 million deal. Almost 12, really. 47 over 4. Uh, you know, point guard. A little bit out of favour because of the other ball brother there. And um, your mate... Oracle from who uh, starting with R. Uh, what's his name? He, he came across um, from the Celtics. At the Pelicans. Yeah, Terry Rozier. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they yeah. got Rozier and Ball there. Devonte Graham was a little bit of a, you know, the odd man out there. Uh, good move for him to go to the Pelicans. I, I think it is. He can he can light it up. Like, he can. I've, I've seen but, I've seen games where he's just can't miss, but then I've seen games where he's pretty ordinary. That's but right. he's, he's got a pretty all-round game. Well, he started out like a house on fire for him. It was a revelation for um, the Hornets when he first started there. But you know, since Ball has been there, and even a little bit before that, he's lost a bit of his shooting magic, I have to say. And um, that's why he wasn't getting many minutes. Is that a he mojo? Really getting. Is that a mojo thing, I recall, that he can refine, or has something happened like injuries or? I don't know. Well, that's why I want what? him at the 76ers. Like, if he was playing, okay, you don't have ball there. There's no Rozier there. Like, Graham, it's, it's your turn. What do you got for yeah. us? And he I can shoot, like, he can pass. And, you know, I thought he would have been a good fit. I, I do like that he he can shoot. And these days at the Pelicans, it's all Zion with the ball now. So he's not going to be, like, initiating the offense. But he might be able to, like, get some open looks and stuff. So I can see his shooting touch coming back. I don't think he does anything for their defense, though, which no. I think they're one of the worst defending uh, clubs in the game. So, you know, the, the, although I like the move a little bit, like, you look at it from Zion's perspective, they seem to be just getting worse and worse and worse around him, you know. I, I don't know. I, I think that... They really needed to do something a bit more than this to keep Zion's interest because I think next year he could just ask to get out of there. I actually like Graham there. I think he will um, he will do the minutes the you know the the second team minutes. He will just light it up and I'll say go go score. Um, yeah, I, I, I look at it all about Zion, so I think he looks at it and saying okay. Um, Adams is gone. Uh, Lonzo's still got gone. Brendan Ingram there. Like he, he's been pretty good. Yeah, but again, Ingram's more like an initiator with the ball. He's not so much a catch and shoot guy. And when they give the ball to Zion, well, you just got Ingram standing there doing nothing, you know. So I don't know. In, in saying that, I think Oracle, they're in a bit of trouble. In saying that, Oracle, um, when you look at his uh, catch and shoot numbers, Devontae, they're actually quite good. And he probably yeah, wasn't know. getting a lot of that last season. And uh, I've got a feeling he's going to come good. I've got a feeling he's going to come good. I'm with the Oracle. I think they're in trouble. Well, they're not a great club in terms of how they're run. You know, they, they couldn't keep AD happy. Um, yeah, they. I don't think they're going to... I don't think they've got a chance of keeping their, their prized asset, probably a generational player in Zion, happy. I think he's off to greener pastures. I think he's off to the Knicks. You know where I thought he might go? Houston. Well, you know what, Pete? I was thinking that until 
they spent a hundred million dollars today. They spent it on Fournier, Rose, and Nerlens Noel, a hundred million dollars just about for just those three. And I thought, what are they doing? They they had they were going to have all this cap space to get, you know, someone to come in there, but they're just um, they'll give Randall back. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I was shake. I was sort of very puzzled by what they needed today. Looking at it, uh, you know, so Derek Rose, thirty-two, got a three-year deal, uh, forty-three thousand dollars, fourteen mil a year. He's been playing pretty well, Derek Rose. I, I think he's sort of mm. he, he, he can get a basket, bums on seats. You know, I don't yeah. mind. I don't mind him being uh, locked up. At the Knicks there for them, I don't think that's a hu- like a hugely bad move. Um, Nerlens Noel, not a huge fan. No, um, ten million a year, three years, thirty-two. Well, ten point um, six, thirty-two mil over three years. Not a huge fan. Uh, um, Burks at New York resigned, ten million a year for three years. That's crazy. Don't you think like that sort of move, like getting Burks for ten million a year for three years, is a bit much for a guy like him and Noel? Like they should be like they're New York. They should be able to attract a marquee player, right? And and keep like if they just sort of kept what they were doing, kept it to those one year deals, getting sniffing around the playoffs and everything. I think that's a much better way forward than just signing up all these. Fringe guys for ten million here and ten million there. Are they so easy? I, I, are they easy to move though, there. Oracle? Are they easy to move these ten million dollar players in in the future? Should they need to for expiring contracts? Well, you know, I mean, every deal these days is not that long, is it? Like you don't see many going over three years unless you're like a really good player. But um, look, I, I just sort of think that because there's so many free agents every year. Like, I think there was like 80 this season, 80 free agents, right? So you're telling me that if the team like the Knicks can't put it together, they can't attract a, a player or two to come there, like a actual marquee player. But no, they keep playing these meddling things and all that. They've been doing that for a long time. It just never works out for them this way. Mm. I like their rookies, though. I like Quickly and I like Toppen. I reckon they're really, really good. They might have something there. Yeah, I, I, I do like quickly, but Toppen, he needs to show me a little bit more. He, he looks a bit one-dimensional so far. And, you know, maybe with this off-season and all that, he'll get a bit more of a run. But um, his game. I didn't see enough of him last year. So, and Fournier, a uh, four-year mm. deal at almost $20 million. Breaks your heart! You, you guys were never going to pay yeah, well, that sort of money over four years, were you? So no. Nah. Well, see, see, look, here's the thing. Like, if we, say, decided, all right, Fournier is our guy, he's going to be our third big-time contract, Mm. fair enough. But the Celtics are sort of thinking, instead of getting him for $20 we do have a chance of getting Beal at $30-odd, right? And the reason why we got a bit more of a chance than other clubs is that Beal has said he wants to play with a couple of teams, one being the Celtics, um, Jason Tatum and him are best friends. Um, you know, this is the team that he could come to and instantly become like, you know, a contending team. Yep. So I do think we got a good chance at it. So 
Do we throw the money at Fournier for four years? No, I don't think so. Okay, so what about um, Jared Allen getting a five-year deal, $20 million a year for Cleveland? Isn't that good? That stood out to me because, like, which centers are getting paid that sort of money unless you're, like, a top, top top-tier guy, you know? Um, I would not pay Allen $100 million. No way. Fifth fifth highest-paid player. Uh, signed in this period. Um, yeah, and four and point guards in a center. And the thing is, sneaky. They just, they just um, drafted. They reckon the best big man since Embiid, yeah, right? And they decided, okay, our first big move is we're going to sign up this center for the next five years. I mean, I think that's a strange move. It is. It's quite but, strange. But shouldn't they just see how this is all going first? See okay, um, this centre doesn't quite fit with our, our future star or, you know, like when you're pairing two big men together, that's a that's a pretty um, risky move. And then putting all that money in, I think it was crazy, absolutely crazy. So, if, yeah. Even if, even if Jared Allen is a decent player, and I reckon he is, um, you know, the priority has to be this rookie. They've got to build around him. And sure, so, and they've got a couple of good, good guards too. So they had, they were, the future was looking bright. Like Darius Garland had a great second half of the season. I'm a Colin Sexton yeah. fan, as it's already yes. established. Yes. And um, Okoro looks like he's got a bit as well. So they weren't looking too bad. That's why what made the made the such a big amount of money going to Allen, who I'm not I am not a fan of. He gets really? himself into foul trouble all the time. Mm. And yeah, it's a it's a bit of a head scratcher. Because it's like, that contract's gonna be hard to offload. That's right. And like were were the teams going, okay, well I'll we'll give you four years, we'll give you five years. Like who's offering him more than like two or three years? Like why did they think that they had to give him that many that much money for I think um, that's going to bite them in the butt. Yeah, okay. Well, they're trying to get rid of Kevin Love, surely, like, on his money. What's he on, $33 million. Yeah, like, but uh, no one's taking him either. No, he was that bad. They were going to dump him off to the 76ers. That was a, did you hear that story a few weeks back? No, no. started? Yeah. Tell us, no. what, what happened? Oh, there was, in the rumour mill, about a love to the 76ers for, like, Simmons. Hmm. And um, that's how far he's fallen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, well, Love couldn't even stay on the um, Olympic team. They sent him home. He was that bad, you know. So, oh, and that thirty-three is like a like it's like a guillotine over the over the necks of the Cavs. It's crazy. It's like um, it's like your Kemba contract. Yeah. So, Oracle, then the next sort of name down the list, Tim Hardaway Jr. signed a four-year deal, $74 million, you know, eight and a half and mm. a year. He's 29. I guess they need something to go with Luca. Are you yeah. happy with that? No, I'm not. Because he's a guy that, like, that, that, that spot there, they, they could have reserved it for maybe bringing in another guy to be with Luca. This is their last chance to get a guy before the Luca money kicks in and all that, and then they can't sign another big name again. And they decided to put the money into Hardaway Jr. He's basically a three-point shooter, when what they should have done 
But that sort of money, if they could have found a guy that can handle the ball a bit, just to give him another look, another option, that would have been better. But instead, they spent all the money there. Um, maybe they had nothing else. Maybe they couldn't get anyone else and they settled for him. But, you know, it's disappointing that they weren't able to find another guy to play with Luca. Norm- Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock uh, had actually a reasonable deal. Uh, he went to Dallas for $10 million a year, three years. I actually don't mind that move. I think that's about right. I think that's about the right money. Yeah. Yeah. So looking down the list, Sam, uh, Norman Powell, five years at $18 million a year, $90 million for Portland. I think that's overs. I don't know why you'd do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Duncan Robinson, five years, same money, $90 million, $18 million a year. I'd rather Robinson out of those two, uh, just just purely for the shooting. Gary Trent Jr., uh, re-signed by Toronto on a three-year deal for $18 million, $54 million deal. Uh, don't really know what Toronto are up to. Oracle, have you heard anything about Toronto? Well, I mean, um, they said that um, that Masai Ujiri is a genius and all this sort of stuff. Um, maybe they're retooling for the next, uh, you know, big team or whatever. But um, I don't think they got a whole lot out of Lowry when all these teams wanted him. They, they got a contract of... Um, a guy that they're probably going to move in Dragic, and that's a, that's a bad. I think they've got Precious Precious Achiwa as well. It's not bad, um, but it, it's not a lot. I, I don't think I'm going to be expecting much from the Raptors in the next couple of years. You know, um, an Australian coach actually signed uh, with the uh, uh, from the T- Perth Wildcats, Trevor Gleeson. Uh, announces a Toronto Raptors assistant uh, from the Wildcats. Mm. Interesting move. Not mm. sure why. It's good to see the Aussies just... It is good to see the Aussies just making a bit of more of an imprint in world basketball, isn't it? The Boomers are playing well. There's more and more Aussies in there every year, you know. Well, I do like where it's all headed. Well, apparently um, Paddy Mills has got the Lakers, the Nets... Um, chasing him, and it's also um, been whispered that the Golden State Warriors are after him. Three perfect you'd destinations think, for him, don't you think? Yeah, but you think he'd be able to get a bit more money than what the Lakers and Brooklyn would be offering? They all want him on like, on, on a cheap contract because they know how good he is. Uh, I I think he yeah. can do better. It depends if he I, wants. I it. wouldn't. I wouldn't take it if I was him. I'd I'd go to the highest bidder. You yeah, don't think Paddy's sure. made his money? It's not like he's going to be signing the biggest star contract of his career now. No, but this isn't will it be more about legacy. Last. This will be his. Last. He's already won a championship. You know, he's already a champion. Um, yeah. Well, why not another? Well, that's what I reckon. That's another. why I reckon they could get him. I reckon they can get him. Well, he's made his money. Appealing to that side of him. That's what they're they're appealing to that side of him. I hope he doesn't join LeBron and or um, KD. I, I hope he goes somewhere else. They're my two most hated teams. That's probably why I have a bias about it. 
you know, because if he joins one of them, then I'll have a soft spot for that team. You know, I don't want that to happen. You're too I don't hard. I want to be secretly rooting for the Lakers. Nah, nah. nah. Uh, so further down the list, Barton, as we said, two-year deal with the Nuggets. I'm happy about that. Uh, Pete's already made his thoughts clear on that. It's good for the Nuggets Oracle um, to wrap him up. They they uh, needed a. Um, yeah. You know, I know he's been a bit injured, but I think they I think need. We him. spend too much time talking about Will Barton, don't you think? Yeah, Derek. Over the last couple of shows, <laughs> Derek Rose, yeah. uh, three-year deal at fourteen mil uh, uh, for New York. We spoke about that. Doug McDermott went from Indiana to San Antonio Spurs on a three-year deal, fourteen million a year. I actually thought he was going to be an Indiana lifer. Yeah, I think that's a big loss for them. He was a major part of their offense. Um, Worked well with Sabonis. So they're looking a little bit thin now, I think. So I'm not looking at them as any sort of threat next year. No. No. Uh, they did get Tory Craig, obviously, but yeah. Um, Rayshon Holmes uh, signed a four-year deal with the... Um, SAC. Yeah, Sacramento. Yeah. yeah. See what I mean by a boring day? It was just a lot of players coming back but to clubs. There were there were a lot of teams after Rashad Holmes. Yeah, he's a, good. Yeah. And how much was his price again, Matty? 13.5 mil, four years. For how many years? 55 mil, four years. Well, Cheap. I mean, you look at you look at him compared to... Um, Jared Allen. Who was a guy... That's right. You know, it's half the price of Jared Allen, and you know, he's probably... Just as good, if not a better player, in certain uh, circumstances. I'd agree with that. You know. Well, another big man. So that's what I mean. Like paying all that money for centers, I reckon is crazy. Unless you're like either Jokic or Embiid or like one of the very top ones. Well, speaking of another big man, Kelly Olynyk uh, has gone to Detroit for three years, thirty-seven million. Um, Detroit are going to be fun to watch next mm. season. We can it's, it's a lot of mystery there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, they're back. So as we, as we said, uh, Reggie Bullock to Dallas, uh, Caruso to Chicago, Daniel Tice to Houston, four year deal, thirty six million. Houston uh, are interesting as well. Why is that, Pete? Yeah, like collecting quite a a menagerie of young players. Yeah, they had a great to, draft. Yeah, a great draft, and John Wall still there. Kevin Porter Jr. Like, yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think they're going to be the the um, you know like last year they were pretty much consistently you'd look at them and think okay that's going to be a that's going to be a win when we play them I reckon they'll be a little bit more feisty this year they'll, they'll have a bit more highlights a bit more hype about they're going to be a mosquito team I think yeah. I think they're going to um, sneak attack a lot of teams that go to Houston and think that they're going to get an easy win. And they're going to be a bit surprised with what faces them. Who's I his... think a lot of I think the teams are going to get found out. So who's this other guy they homework. got? Sneak, um, David Nwaba. N W A B A. Yeah, David Nwaba. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, shooting guard is he any good? Oracle. Ah, look, he's not not a guy that you uh, you know read articles about and stuff like that. He's just a solid player. Yeah. That's about all. Okay. You know. Three but the thing deal. is, is that their draft has a lot of guys that could play with some great potential, you know. So yeah. if things turn out right, then – and that's the thing. Like, last year, like, you just wouldn't watch 
a Houston Rockets game and you wouldn't watch a Detroit game. But now there's a reasons enough to have a look and see how they're going. Resign Corey They've got Joseph. Christian Wood too. The, yeah. Detroit resigned Corey Joseph. Javal McGee signed with Phoenix for a year. Um, Maurice Harkless signed a two-year deal with um, the Kings. Uh, Georgie Dang uh, went from uh, San Antonio to Atlanta uh, on a one-year deal. Uh, and then we're down to like guys like Trey Lyles. I think uh, we should go back to the top of the page, man. You're missing out on two blockbusters. Well, no, these are the um, free agents that have been signed. Who did I miss in the blockbusters? Oh, I mean, the rookie upgrades. Oh, okay. So do you want to kick us into that, Pete? What do you think, Oracle, of um, Oklahoma given Shea five years, 172? I think Shea's definitely worth it. But I just wonder, like, he's going to be playing from for at least another two years when they're going to be absolute rubbish, um, maybe even longer. I just wonder whether he's, you know, if they're expecting him to win or if he's on the timeline for them or something like that. They just, I would hate to play for that team if I was him. You know, like, where they're actively <laughs> trying to lose year after year after year. I would hate it. So, yeah, sure, get your money. Um, and I hope that they can put a couple of players around him to make it a bit more interesting. But I hate it. I hate Oklahoma that they just tank and tank and tank. And uh, until they start, I'm glad that they got shafted in the lottery when they got the fifth pick. Um, I hope that keeps happening to them. And what was I don't think they're going to be that bad next year. Oh, really? They got, well, who's going to be worse? They got Kemba. They got Cleric Favors. I am a big fan of. I am. They're, I think They're I trying think to move Kemba. Uh, look, they're, they're going to try and be as bad as they possibly can. Uh, who's going to be a team that's worse than them? <laughs> Where's he going to go, though? Um, I, like, um, I like Kendrick Williams, and I like Dort. Yeah. Um, About Poku. Yeah, not the biggest fan. They got this Charlie Brown <laughs> Jr. Oh, I'm saying his name. Um, I didn't. I was disappointed with Theo Maladon last last season. He was yeah. came with big raps, and Baisley's still there. They there's there's some talent there. They got a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, no, they, but they want to lose. I mean, when when the things came down and. I can't remember who they were playing. It was Portland or something. They wanted to lose, and the other team wanted to lose. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous, you know. Like, I don't, I don't want to really want to spend a second on these losers, you know. They want to play like that. <laughs> who cares? You Smack know? down from the Oracle. Why, why should we waste our time talking about them when they don't even waste any time getting better? Kemba you know? really hurt you, didn't he? He really hurt you. I remember, and I understand Oracle. I remember when you got the trade. You spent about maybe seven to eight minutes on this quite an emotional monologue about mm. how Kemba was the answer yes. and how you've got everyone in the league covered. I actually, mm. sneak, broke I actually shed a tear when he was delivering that monologue. It was, yep. it was quite moving. Mm. Well, it was, the, it was the most significant eight minutes of this podcast that, that we've had. Yes. So, like thinking back over what the year and a bit that we've been doing this, it's... Uh, it's hard to come up with a, a more emotional moment 
except when the Russell Westbrook trade came in last week and um, I <laughs> got a bit emotional over that. Well, look, what, what can I say? But uh, he's now on a losing team and I hope for him, I hope they find somewhere that they can get rid of him too because they don't want guys that can hit buckets or anything the like that. Kings. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. Well, but, who, are you gonna, who, who do you want to put Canberra on? Like, you should be happy that he's at Oklahoma City. You hate him. You hate him. But who who, who would you want to put him on? I wouldn't want to put him on Detroit. Well, Detroit look like they're going to be interesting. I wouldn't want to put him on who? who? Who could you? What? Maybe the Timberwolves. That's probably where he could go. Yeah, look, Timberwolves, uh, they got a lot to do before I'm interested in watching them as well. Talk about nothing. <laughs> There's no Timberwolves news. Well, remember, they, they traded away their draft pick last year, so they didn't have a draft pick coming in. And when you're a terrible team and you don't even have your, your pick, you know, things aren't looking good. They're going to have another bad year, you know. So um, no one wants to play for them. Their best bet is maybe um, if you guys are interested in trading with them and bringing over Beasley and um, Russell for Simmons... Then, when they, then, then they got something. Maybe, but the Simmons one, and uh, I guess it's all eyes on Simmons and the Rosen at the moment because it's pretty sure that Leonard's going to re-sign with the Clippers. What about John Collins? Have we heard about him yet? Nah, yeah, no, no, no word on John Collins. That's going to be interesting. Or Michael Porter Jr. Hmm. So that could yeah. be that could be interesting. Isn't Otto, it great Otto how Porter... so many deals happen in day one? Yeah, yeah. Minute one, all these deals were worked out. Gee, they're just very efficient. These guys, Otto these Porter, deal makers. Otto Porter has signed uh, a two-year deal with the Warriors. Oh, when did that happen? I don't know. Happened late today, sometime. And that was for the minimum as well. Yeah. That was for the minimum. This guy was a th- number three pick, pick in the draft. Yeah, was supposed to be like a superstar or star, you know, future all star and stuff. A long guy with athleticism and can shoot. And look at him now. He's uh, a couple of years after that. He's getting a minimum deal. Uh, just goes to show. And uh, Trey got his two hundred and. Two, I think the two hundred and five mil over five. Well done, well done, kiddo. You earned it. Hey, Mandy or Pete, you might know this one. I think that um, uh, Steph Curry is on the verge of signing a deal that's going to put him at an average of over fifty million dollars a year for four years. Have you heard about that? No, I have no. not heard. That at all? Yeah, it's going to be over two hundred million for four years. Wow, that's the deal he's going to get. So, well, that just but, puts them in the win now category, doesn't it? Win, yeah, now. and that's yeah, and they drafted a guy that's the biggest prospect in the draft. You know, the, the rawest player in the draft, Kaminga. Is he going to so get that's a very interesting Oracle? move? I think they're trying to. But I don't know who's going to do it, you know, because they, they want to bring in a star. And the, the play was to try and get Beal. But, like, if you don't like, um, what's their, what's their centre that they got last James year? James Wiseman. They, 
If you don't like Wiseman, then it's a pretty tough deal to make, isn't it? To get Wiseman and then these two guys, so, Bradley Beal, you know? Um, I'm not throwing away my Wiseman tickets. You know, uh, A rookie year, you can have a bad rookie year and still be a good player. Oracle, is it possible that, you know, the Warriors could do, do a deal with OKC and get Kemba over there? Kemba's a lot of money. I remember when they got um, – who was the guy that they got last year? That's that uh, guy from Phoenix, the um, Kelly Mitchell, Oubre. No, yeah. no, Oubre, Kelly yeah. Oubre. Yeah. And for him just signing like a deal that was $15 million or something, it ended up costing them about $70 because of all the luxury tax and things they had to pay on that deal. Right. So for them to put in a guy like Kemba um, – it's not going to be easy for them. And Wiggins was supposed to be the guy that they could move to get that contract for like a superstar player with all these picks and everything. And I think Kemba would be a, a, a real step back for them if they, they ended up going that direction. They should be able to do better than a that. A step back from Wiggins. And, no, but with all their young guys and stuff, yeah. you know, they've got something there they can offer. And when Kemba was just traded for Al Horford, you know, like it's not really a step in the right direction for them to get a championship. I think. Uh, so speaking of a step in the right direction, uh, direction for the Bucks, they've just signed uh, Semi Ojale to a one-year contract. Well, he's the replacement for PJ Tucker, and he's not as good as PJ Tucker. So you know, I, I, like I said, I wanted to see. Um, I want to see the Bucks like really kick it in and, and go for it again, you know. But I, I just don't like what they've done. They, they were lucky with the Porter steal because he could have got more anywhere, but he decided to stay. And th- they should have they should have gone and got Tucker. So, um, it's like taking the is a bad. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a step down. Like Ojale couldn't get minutes when we had almost nobody, you know. And you're going to expect him to be like guarding Kevin Durant or something. Like, what are they going to do when they get to that matchup again? You know, they just lose. Sneaky, anything else? Uh, Jump out at you, mate. Um, not really. It just it was underwhelming today. There was no nothing really slapped me in the face and said, "Oh, look at that, Kyle Lowry." Yeah, okay, but even that didn't really. How do you see Lowry actually fitting in there, Oracle? Like, how's their gameplay going to run? Look, I reckon it was a great move for next year, right? I think um, I still don't think they're going to beat Brooklyn or or even the Bucks, but um, you know, maybe even not even the Seventy Sixers. But I do think that if you got um, Jimmy Butler, um, then. Next year is your year, so you might as well go for it. I think they'll be better, and I think they'll be up in that top four range. Um, so I do like the move. Um, so you'll have um, – you definitely have Bam. You'll have um, uh, Tom, Butler and, and Lowry. And then you'll have that shooter that they just signed and, you know, maybe PJ Tucker. And so that's a pretty tough team. Um, they don't have a lot of shooting, though. Um but, yeah, I wouldn't like to play, and they'll be much better than the Celtics, that's for sure. So I like the move for they're, them. They're I don't definitely, like it like in year three, but I like it now. They definitely have a better chance of doing something next year than what they would have without it. 
That's right. And you got to do that if you've got Jimmy Butler and all that. Here's your chance. And look, who knows? You might get a couple of injuries again this way and that way. And these guys, like, I mean, if it was, say, this team, like that we just said, that um, are playing against, say, like the, um, the Suns, I'd tip uh, Miami to beat the Suns. Yeah, I don't particularly agree with you with that they don't have much shooting. They've got Hero, they've got Duncan Robinson, now they've got Kyle Lowry. Like, they've got a bit. Now, they've got Max Strauss, yeah, Pete, he's good. Yeah, but Pete, like, the centre doesn't shoot. Um, PJ Tucker doesn't shoot. He only shoots in the corner. He's not that good either. And then you've got Jimmy Butler. So there's three guys on the court that don't shoot threes, right? So, you know, then it's all on Duncan Robinson and Lowry. And most teams, they, they need a couple more than just two shooters on the court. Another, That'll be great defensively, but shooting, I don't know. Another interesting move is uh, Cody Zeller signed uh, with the Blazers. Jeez. I, t- I tell you what, there's no way Damien Lillard wants to leave now. Def- definitely. Ha- when you know <laughs> Cody Zeller's got your back, it would probably right. give you a bit That's- of confidence. Neil O'Shea has pulled it out of his ass. He's again. done it again. Another great move. Magician. Does, does that mean that Nurkic could be on the way out? We don't need Nurkic now, do you? No. Yeah, look, Portland's a, Portland's a bit of a basket case. Yeah. Forget about him. It's just a shame that Plumley wasn't available. Plumley went somewhere. Well. Where did Plumley go? Oracle? He he went to Detroit, I think. No, didn't no, he? he? And he then he, he, no, no, he no he he went to he went to Charlotte, I think. Yeah, he they was, needed a center. He was already. At, he went to Charlotte. Um, yeah, he was already at uh, Detroit, Detroit, and he went to Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, he went to Charlotte. So, hence the Zeller move, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think last time I looked, Charlotte had. Five centers on their roster. Um, not many teams na- need that many centers, so they've probably still got a couple more deals to make. I'd say. So, are you predicting? You know, there'll be a slow burn over the next week or so, with uh, teams getting rounded out and players being moved. Uh, sneaky. Is that you know how it's going to work, or do you think there's going to be another big day tomorrow, or are you thinking it'll just fizzle out over the next week? I think we might get a bit of a lull where the discussions of Ben Simmons uh, had between the teams. And then I'm predicting there might be some big news just before the start. Okay. So Oracle, with all the Ben Simmons, you know, uh, Maury not getting his asking price, do you think they're now reconsidering the um, idea that came out of the show a couple of weeks ago that maybe the best thing to do would be to hang on to Oh, Simmons not this again. And uh, and look to see what what Embiid's worth. <laughs> well, look, uh, beggars can't be choosers, can they? And I don't think... That best, ship has sailed, I, I actually they, think. I, I, I don't think they're begging. If the best they can get is Kevin Love, um, they might have to think of a plan B. I don't think they're begging. I think... At the moment, I reckon the play is going to be they're going to go into the season with Simmons and they're going to appease Embiid and say, listen, you got to the top of the East with him 
and then hopefully his assets will rise, and as soon as they rise, then trade him. They don't have to trade him. You've got him for four years. It's not it's like probably a smart go. move, Pete. That could be the smart move. I think that's what's going to happen. Can they kiss and make up? He's quite capable of coming in and getting triple doubles every second game like he has been before. Yeah. And then a team's going to go, well, you know, I've got I've got a lot of shooting around in my team. Man, I would need some a like a defensive player. I can get rid of some of this shooting. So then So who knows what happens. Okay, Oracle as an, an outsider, how does Ben Simmons compare to someone like Lonzo Ball? So Lonzo Ball is a bit like Simmons, but he doesn't have the athleticism. Um, and you could say that uh, he's got a shot on him where Ben Simmons doesn't. Right. So the, the thing about them is that they're point guards that don't actually initiate the play. They're just reactive point guards. So they're fast break point guards, you know. So in that capacity, they're similar, and they're both uh, good size for their position and things too. But um, Lonzo's got an outside shot, and that can open things up for your offense, whereas um, and, Simmons doesn't. And so that Lonzo's that not the same can... level defender either, to be fair, but mm. can defend. No, he's not. No, he's not. But on that offensive side, if you don't have the right team built around Simmons, it makes it very, very hard, I think, to construct. <laughs> excuse me, to construct a good offense. You know, and these days, offense is more important than defense in the playoffs. So, um, if you can build a team around Simmons, I think he can be effective. But it's not easy to do, and so, the Sixers are finding yeah. that out. So, what does it say when? Lonzo has just signed a, a $21 million a year deal uh, with Chicago for four years. And we got Simmons on the max. You could say comparable players. Uh, is that part of the problem? Look, if Simmons was $10 million, everybody would want him. you yeah. know. But because he's a, a max player and you can only have two max players on your team, maybe three if everything else is tight, then you basically got to build your team around him at a, at a max thing. It's just very, very hard to do. Like to say that, okay, this guy's a zero on offense unless he's got shooters around him and we've got to build a team of shooters out of um, guys making no money. It's, it's very hard to hang, do. Hang on. I wouldn't exactly say he's a zero on offense, Sneaky. He's a zero on offense if there's no shooters around him. Well, hang on. He can initiate a fast break and 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 that's and, it. And make an assist and you know. Yeah, only that, that's off a not, fast break. Well, that's not zero. There was those two games last year where he was attacking the rim quite successfully. That was exciting. Yeah, but if stuff. there's other pe- there's other people in the paint, he doesn't attack in the rim. He only does it if there's guys in the perimeter and he's got one guy to beat. He can do it, you know. Uh, so. He's just a very hard guy to build a team around offensively. And we saw it when Philadelphia had all those shooters around him. Then it worked. But if you don't have it, it doesn't work. Simple. I wish he was in Tokyo because we're playing Argentina in about 45 minutes. And I reckon we would have been a good chance with him in the team. Can I say something? I've been really impressed with Tybal um, for the Australian team. He's been... 
incredible. It's basically him and um, Paddy Mills just dominating. You know, I, I really like what I've seen from Tybal over there. Yes, we'll get you get your eyes off him. Sneaky, is he? Um, <laughs> if we if we lost Simmons and Tybal, I'd be heartbroken. Is Tybal locked up long term, Sneak? No, I don't think he is. I think he's still on his rookie. Still on his rookie deal. Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah, okay. Um, and what's the name of that other Aussie that's been playing the centre, like since Baines has been out? What's that guy's name? He played really good. Have you seen it? Um, yeah, his name escapes me. Oh, it starts with an L or something. But he, he can shoot a Luke bit. Luke Longley? And, um, no. Oh, that's what we should talk about. Did you see that? Stop the presses. The mystery has been solved. Luke Longley's absence, like conspicuous absence yes. from the last dance, wouldn't sign it's the been release. addressed by the great man himself and the producers. What, what happened? Jordan came out and basically it was an apology, but not. Uh, it was a Michael Jordan apology, an apology that's not an apology. He goes, I wish I'll, he could have been in it. But apparently they didn't have the money to send out a film crew to Fremantle. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan didn't have the money. Well, exactly. There you go. You believe that? that that's the official line. Because uh, even um, Kerr came out and goes, "Why isn't his, <laughs> why isn't Luke Longley here?" This wasn't like he was <laughs> wasn't an important part of the team. <laughs> Gee, but yeah, well, the, the producers didn't have the money to to go out to Fremantle because basically it's the furthest away, isn't it? <laughs> from, from, from in the whole world, it's a, yeah, it's the furthest away city in the whole world. Yes, and no one, <laughs> and we all know, we all know Western Australia. There's no production team there that could have done it locally at all there's no video cameras over there there's no real television production their news gets streamed in from south australia come surely, on what surely surely luke longley Shit. would have known someone with a smartphone <laughs> you can well, shoot in 4k now can't you yeah but that's the line they're going with and they're sticking with i'm still convinced that um jordan Hated him. <laughs> Aren't you? Because well, like, come on. <laughs> come on. You're yeah. telling me that Jordan, if, if Luke Longley had some nice things to say, Jordan wouldn't have sprung, you know, the extra couple of bucks to get him to say something nice? So, Oracle, no I reckon Luke Longley was just copping it, like, constantly from Jordan when they were teammates. So, there was no way Luke Longley was going to say anything nice about him. So... Jordan admits to giving tough love to teammate Luke Longley. Jordan opens up about his sometimes testy relationship <laughs> with Luke Longley in a rare interview for Australian Story documentary. So has anyone watched the Australian Story documentary oh. on, on Longley yet? I didn't think they could get a, a camera crew out there, but I'll be interested <laughs> too. I think, I think he like had to... Fremantle is basically in the middle of nowhere. I think he... Well, um, well maybe... The the ABC has more resources than one Michael Jordan, obviously. I think government he, funded. Didn't he catch a train into Adelaide to, to shoot it? He <laughs> crossed the Nullarbor <laughs> on an 18-wheeler. He, he thumbed his he way hitched. across the Nullarbor. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it anyway. I think that would be a good story. Um, no, I but it's funny that it's addressed now yeah, because it was a glaring <laughs> omission. <laughs> glaring. 
But apparently, I'll, I'll give a plug. Um, I haven't heard it yet. He's on Rogue Bogues. Oh, really? Um, latest episode. So we'll. I'll uh, uh-huh. when I've got some time, I might uh, see what the competition yeah, is yeah. up to. He they're getting the big. He thinks he's getting the big names over there at Rogue Bogues, but you know we're getting the big names here. He's, we have the Oracle. Sneaky we'll take on the dark web. But we've yeah. also got. We've also got a. Um, person coming on to talk Detroit Pistons. Yeah, who's this? Uh, yeah, who's the new who's the new member? Look, he he's a he's a big big fan been watching them for many many years. Mm. Watches every game and all of that. Yes. If you're a guy that watches every Pistons game the way they've been playing, you you are a fan. Die hard. <laughs> you are. So, um he's ready like whenever we're ready. Um he knows the date and the time and everything like that. So whenever we're ready to talk pistons, he's ready to go. Well, he might be a handy one to have on the on the bench because I'm I'm a bit excited about the pistons this year. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be very interesting to watch. Well, it's glad that we've picked this year to talk pistons as well. Yeah, well, it's funny he got gets the gets the number one draft pick and his a pistons fan comes out of the woodwork. <laughs> Sneak, I always thought of you um, as the Bill Lambeer of our rugby league team um, <laughs> back in the day um, and, and always had a bit of a soft spot for the Pistons, I must say, through the years. Uh, Joe Dumas, uh, always liked him. Isaiah Thomas, Rip Hamilton. Uh, I liked um, who were some of the other players there, Oracle, that I'm stretching for? Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace. Um, love Ben Wallace with the fro. Chauncey Billups. Chauncey, Nuggets legend. Yep. Yeah, Rashid Wallace played oh, for him as well. Wallace. Yes. Yeah. 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 They well, were you know, when I actually went and saw an NBA game and I saw the Pistons, I was sitting courtside. I remember and hearing the story. The Pistons are coming in. Richard Hamilton actually gave me a hug. So there you go. He Everyone gave else gave me fist bumps. He gave me a hug. He put his arm around me. Never wash that. that shirt, eh? The sweat. You still got it on your, wearing, on your wall at home. We're wearing it right. In terms wear of, it every night we do the show. In terms of hugs you've ever received, mm. ever, is it top yes. five? Was, my it, wife a, was it a double tap, double tap bro hug? Is What are we talking? What kind of hug? Double tap bro hug? arm around like, everyone's just doing the, the fist bumps as they're coming past, right? Yeah. And this guy just puts his arm around Did, the... Uh, was the hand like above a, the waist? Or, like, was it around... Oh, yeah. oh, was, it's, was, it's it, was it the half Don't weenie? Worry about that. It was the half yes, weenie? Yes, it like, was. Like yeah, a brother? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just a, I'm just a fella from Australia. You know, well, I might have worn some Australian stuff or something like that. Was it because you both had cornrows at the time? Yeah, I had it in my beard. You don't often see that. That's what it was. Yeah, I would yeah. have been straight over there giving you a hug I had, too. I, I had that. I had that face mask on. You know that um, that clear face mask. I had one of those Ooh, on. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that when you went through that phase. You know, and I was mm. still stick bite. I reckon it was still cool. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Well, for me, because I had all that sore acting on yes. my face or whatever, but. For uh, Richard Jefferson, oh yeah, Richard Hamilton. It was a fashion statement for him when he was on the court. Yeah. So what courtside at the Pistons cost you? Hundred bucks. And this is at the Celtics. Oh. I, wow. I paid. I paid five hundred um, pounds. Five hundred something pounds. Um, back in 
What, the English still own Boston? I thought they yeah. sorted that <laughs> out 200 years ago. still pounds, no, Pete, no, in no, Boston. No, no. Uh, no, I was, in, I was in, um, in London, so I bought the tickets from there, and it cost me over 500 pounds to get Well, from one of those guys off the street. Get your show, Hicks. Get your show, Hicks. No, no. Best, lucky, best, lucky it'll best work 500 out pounds you, ever spent. No, oh, yeah, because I was thinking, look, if I'm going to go there to watch a game, I better bet get the best tickets I could, you know. You know, so whatever was the most expensive, back I went in those for. Days, it, that, was, that, that was almost three to one Oz dollars. That's right. Pounds. It was. It was. Yeah, it was. You, you know, that reminds yeah. me of when um, uh, Mr. Smallbatch and I uh, travelled through Japan after going to the. Uh, uh, see Australia in the World Cup in, in in Germany. On the way back, we spent some time in, in Japan and went to a sumo wrestling tournament. Mm. And I think... I think Mr. Smallbatch was tapped out well and truly by then, but we went there and he said, look, Matt, if we're going to do this, we might as well get the best seats we can. And since Hold on, he was tapped out. He was tapped out. And Did since you're you paying those for tickets it, in Kaisers, love? I tell you what, that's a great thing to say when you got no money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone else is going to pay. He goes, when are we ever going to be at a sumo, yeah. sumo oh, tournament again? You know, and I, and I said, you know what? Fair call. Let's do it. So, and it was different there. The, all the different sumo schools sold their own tickets. The way there was all these tents oh. set up with sumo guys selling, you know, the juniors selling tickets. And, you know, back then, this is, what, 06 or whatever, so language wasn't was an issue. Adam knew a little bit of Japanese, and, and I was picking it up pretty quick. It was three or four days oh, in, yeah. so I, I wouldn't say I was fluent, but I knew enough yeah. to get by to do a deal of this nature. And, um, yeah. and so we bought the premium, the most premium seats we could, and we ended up in this, um, on, sitting on this grass mat, um, in the it was a box seat which turned out to be a grass mat on the first sort of concourse level so there were basically <laughs> courtside seats in that were sitting well, on chairs that begs the question did you get a hug? well that's where I'm going yes so uh, one from uh, Mr. Smallbatch uh, for springing for the tickets, but, <laughs> but that was a double tap bro hug for sure. Yeah, I think I've received one of those hugs. Yeah, there was there was even there was even you know echoes of a courtesy reach around um, in the hug. But but I'll say this: so when we get in there and we're sitting on this mat, we're like, what's going on? You know, and there's all these, there's these, you know, maybe three or four rows of seats in front of us where they're just sitting on, on, on these fold out seats. And then we're sitting up like just behind these people's heads, but we're legs crossed on this grass mat. And we're like, huh, like we've got about basically, well, if you want to call it two square, um, you know, two meters by two meter mat. Anyway, next thing you know, this old Japanese man and woman come in and they got the other half of the um, box seats with us. So they're sitting behind us. And the guy's wife fell in love with Adam because of his blonde hair. 
She wanted to touch it, put her hands through it. Like, mm. I had a moustache at the time, so she sort of played with that a little bit as well. And, <laughs> and, and her, old, her fella, this old bloke, just was constantly ordering us drinks and food, like we'll wow. eat dried squid instead of chips, um, things of that nature, um, beers. You know, it, it was actually probably... Like I've been to, like I went to the '95 Grand Final, the last Winfield Cup, where the Bulldogs beat Manly. Uh, that's probably my, you know, I guess my greatest sporting event I've ever been to. But I was on my own on that one. I got, I scored a free ticket, uh, and I went to the World Cup and a few other, you know, things. But I, I still recall that that sumo wrestling tournament we went to was. But it's definitely up there as one of the best sporting events I've ever been to. And springing that extra money for those top-line seats was well, well, well worth it. It, mm. it just made the whole day. Uh, you know, Pete, your old man took you to Chelsea matches, didn't he? Um, no, I went there myself, though. Ah. Yes, I was at... Chelsea Roma in the Champions League seventy uh, six minute John Terry header. It's pretty wow. good. Yeah, I was in the members section too. I had I didn't have a ticket. This uh, <laughs> getting tickets to events, and there used to be a pub down the road. I think it was called the Slug, uh, down the road from Stanford Bridge. Mm. And um, I didn't have a ticket. I got talk- talking to some chaps in there, and I said, oh. I didn't have enough money because they called them squids, the people selling the tickets on the... They were asking awful prices for it. And so no, I asked these guys, oh, where's the best place to get a ticket? Because I didn't want to get ripped off on the street. And they go, ask me if I was a Chelsea fan. And I said, yes. And this is after Mourinho. So they kind of had the, oh, yeah, is this guy a Chelsea fan? And they go, who's, who's, who's your favourite Chelsea player of all time? And so I thought about it for a second, and I knew these guys were giving me a bit of a test. Zola? No, no. Hassel no. Bank? No, no. I went, I went Dimitri. I went Dimitri Karin, the first, the Russian keeper that used to wear tracksuit. The first guy to wear tracksuit pants in the Premier League, and they <laughs> laughed their asses off and gave me the ticket for free. Oh, that's all I needed to <laughs> they, hear. They had a spare ticket for the members. An obscure what reference. One of those lucky things. Uh, it was a great night. Just to note, fellas, the 9.30 uh, train is passing through Maxville at the moment and has just uh, given his uh, salute to the uh, NBA Chelsea show and, and bit the horn on the way mm. through, as he normally does, uh, obviously taking freight up uh, from Newcastle to Brisbane. Uh, not like, sure who's like driving us. tonight, but yeah, say good day to you. I'm glad you're listening to the show. Uh, please continue, Sneaky. No, no, he's a committed driver. He's just coming off the highway. Oh, no, this is a train, mate. Oh, the train? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, mm. So what happened? Train drivers are well into Chelsea and the 76ers. I, I thought it was my sumo reference that he might have been... Uh, tooting the horn too, but yeah, we'll never know. Well, last week it was a truckie. No, no, that, no, that was that was the the nine thirty train coming through, mate. 
That's a lonely train, yeah. isn't it? it, it it's, I tell you what, it's it's a big deal in Nambucca. There's not a lot else happening around there, isn't it? Maxville and things. If the train coming past is the big thing, you know, happening. Yeah, I just got to fast forward to, to Matt in his 80s. Yeah, love, that's the train. <laughs> Time to go to sleep. <laughs> Quick, come and have a look. Listen to that horn. Listen to that horn. <laughs> Uh, you got anything else? I'll over there. Yeah, we're struggling. Yeah. All right, gents. Thank you very much. Yep. Uh, we're going to no get, right. we're gonna get back that. into some funky soul, uh, and I might leave you two guys uh, throughout the week to um, see what happens for the rest of the NBA. We'll wrap, we'll wrap it up maybe next week. Uh, I'm sort of doing a little bit of research on some uh, avid fans of some other teams uh, that we might do a little bit of a season preview on. Uh, and yeah, let's uh, uh, resume in the future. Thank you very much, Sneaky Pete from the Dark Web. Not a problem. And NBA Oracle for your time. See you next week. Righto, gentlemen. Okay, so coming up, we're going to have, uh, I think, Dyke and the Blazers uh, with uh, We Got More Soul.